When I was an army chaplain, my soldiers asked me all kinds of questions about God, life, relationships, the Bible, and I answered them as best I could. <clears throat> they also called me Padre. Welcome to the Dear Padre podcast, where I'm hoping to give you some encouragement today. I don't know if you need that, but I sure do, and I hope you do. I hope you hear uh, what I'm trying to say, that you're going to be okay. God is with you. The vision of heaven that is most often used in the Old Testament, there could be a lot of them. I'm just going with the one that comes to mind myself. I've never done stats on this. But there's a recurring image, let's just put it that way, to be academically sound, so I'm not making an absolute statement that there's only only one image. But the, the vision that I return to and I see often in the Old Testament of heaven, the afterlife, or the good life here in this world or in the world to come, is this vision of everyone under his own vine and everyone under his own fig tree. The idea that you would have a little place to live and you have a little garden and you have a fruit tree like a fig tree which is the most blessed of fruits uh, the israeli tour guide that i remember him talking about the seven fruits of the land of israel one of them was the fig and the fig is the most blessed and i said why and he said because you can eat the whole thing you know all at once you don't have to peel it there's no pits I was like, okay, that's a great reason to make the fig. And I love figs. In the pandemic, uh, I called the tree people up and they came, they give you a free fig tree to plant. So I planted that and it survived the freeze and no figs yet. There was a fig on it when I got it and there hasn't been a fig yet. So I'm afraid I'm maybe cursing it. I'm not sure what I'm doing to it. But um, Jesus certainly had a relationship with fig trees, good and bad. But that is the vision that God says will happen when this day comes, this day of deliverance, this day of restoration. He doesn't say that they'll be filthy rich or they'll be uh, swimming in all the stuff that they wanted to swim in or they'll have so much that they will be full and hate life and all those other things, but that they'll have enough, that everybody will have enough. They'll have a little fig tree, a little vine. You can make some wine out of those grapes. You can make raisins. It's, they're good. This is the candy of the ancient world, fruit is. And you can have that on that day, this great day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is often described as a day of judgment, which it is, but also a day of reward, a day of joy, a day of justice, a day when things are done properly again the king is returned and this restoration of the high priest joshua is a a foreshadowing of that he's dressed in filthy clothes he's dressed in filthy clothes like a brand plucked from a burning that's that phrase we've seen before that john wesley used to describe himself um, this high priest joshua i don't know a whole lot about him um, but there he is with the angel of the lord and there's satan right there standing next to him, accusing him. And the Lord says to Satan, and this is Yahweh, the divine name, Yahweh says to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, O Satan. So it's it's like the Lord says 
the Lord rebuke you. Um, kind of a weird phrasing there. Um, almost like self-referential, like there's more than one person talking. Um, there's a group maybe talking. These Trinitarian echoes are in the text um, that we see now as Christians. We may not see them any other time. But he's there with filthy clothes. Take off your filthy clothes, the angel says. And it seems like the Lord and Satan settle up. They settle up and they say that the day of justice is coming. You will not always live under these accusations, the accusations of the devil, the accusations of the people. Um, he gets a clean outfit for his festival. He gets a new turban on his head. Yes, the ancient priests of God wore funny hats like the current priests of God sometimes do. Uh, thankful for that. But the turban that they wore around their heads, um, it's hard to know what this looked like. There's been different artists' renderings of this turban. Um, I think it's sort of ironic that people in the Western world, our world, the Christian world, the European world, the American world, often see the word turban as being something exotic far to the east that maybe six will wear or something like that. Um, who would ever wear a turban? In this world but here we have Jewish priests at this time wearing turbans um, that that's not strange or abnormal or anything like that and they put this clean turban on the head clean apparel and so the priesthood is renewed the renewal of this priesthood is the sign of the renewal of God that will happen you will not always be accused forever and I think um, this time of year when we have higher expectations for our happiness, um, when we look around at the world and say, I should be happier, it seems like other people are happy. Um, all the car commercials I see have happy people in them getting brand new cars with bows on top of them. I've never understood that sort of thing. Maybe that's a custom in your family, I don't know. But that always seemed a little strange to me. But that is the perception of this time of year that everyone's happy but me. Everyone's happy. Uh, out there except for what I'm going through and um, that's a real perspective to have because that is the illusion the world around us puts upon us that this is a time for you to be happy and if you're not there's something wrong with you and there's something bad about you and broken about you and twisted about you and no one will ever love you and the accuser is standing right there saying you're worthless you're hopeless you're not you're not going to make it um, and that is Satan. That is the voice of Satan saying that stuff. That is the voice of Satan that's in this text where there's Joshua, the high priest with his dirty clothes on and the Satan is accusing him. And that's when the Lord steps in. So today I pray that the Lord will step in on your behalf today to silence the voice of the accuser, to silence the voice that says you're no good or it's going to be terrible or hopeless or worthless or whatever fear is starting to accuse you of something. I pray that that voice will be taken away, that the Lord will rebuke Satan for you because you might not have the strength to do it yourself. I might not have the strength to do it myself, but that's when the Lord steps in because the day of the Lord is everyone under their own fig tree. So think of a nice snack that you're going to enjoy on Christmas and put it in the fridge and freezer or get that ready because that is a vision of the kingdom of God. You sitting under your fig tree eating a piece of fruitcake with figs and raisins in it. That's my vision of heaven um, 
And it is the vision of the day of the Lord that God gives to this high priest, uh, Joshua, in this time of great trial and great torment and great destruction. This is the vision that you will be at peace, that you'll have some good snacks to eat and that you'll be okay. The voice of the accuser will be silenced. Amen. Angelic accusers, perhaps the voice of Satan in her battle, cosmic battle, but also the voice of earthly accusers, Herod and others who sought to destroy um, the Christ child. And yet she has this magnificent account of God's justice in the world. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Page 53. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Suffrages A, the versicles and responses. The V is versicles, that's what I do, and you do the responses. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in thee can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under thy care, and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let thy way be known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with thy Holy Spirit. And if you listen closely, you can hear each one of those versicles. The response is to that specific versicle. Um, they're, they're linked. Each of those little couplets are linked. 
And we pray a collect for this week, which my favorites from the prayer book for this week of Advent. Stir up your power, O Lord, and with great might come among us. And because we are sorely hindered by our sins, let your bountiful grace and mercy speedily help and deliver us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory now and forever. Amen.